You'll be aware, if you've been keeping an eye on the news the last couple of days, yeah. the New Zealand Stock Exchange, the NZX, uh, three days ago crashed, and they thought it was this, uh, what they call this DDoS, I think. Uh, and then, yes, and then, of course, the experts said it's okay, it's a poor service, but it's easy to fix, easy to hack, easy to fix. So we go, okay. Then the second day, yesterday, it went down again, and they go, oh, yeah, no, well, it's still pretty easy to fix. And then today, it's gone down again. Well, it's that easy to fix. Why isn't it fixed? <laughs> exactly. I'm thinking, what's going on there? And then there's, of course, these suggestions, uh, as I heard yesterday, if it went down a third day in a row, Somebody's obviously got access to it and they want cash. So is that just a rumour? Is that true? Is that how this world works? To talk about it is Paul Brislin, who's a tech key uh, commentator, communicator. He joins us now. G'day, Paul. Hi, Paul. G'day. So is it easy to fix? Well, it's, um, it's, it, first of all, we've got to understand what, what's actually happening and um, what this thing called a distributed denial of service attack, a DDoS, a double DOS, is all about. Mm. And... It's um, uh, it's the electronic equivalent of somebody ringing the doorbell and running away. So uh, by the time you put down your paper and your coffee and you get up yeah. out of your chair and you get over to the door and they've gone, you get back down, you sit down, you pick up your newspaper, they do it again. Only this happens millions of times a second uh, and it ties up all the resources. So the website is still sitting there quite happily, but nobody can get into it because uh, because of all this traffic at the border. Um, banging on the door and distracting the system from what it should be doing. So it's this it's this overwhelming attack um, coming in to the NZX uh, website that's causing the problem. And so there's nothing really to fix on the inside because nothing's broken. But what it does mean is they've got a real problem with um, their their uh, their network providers who should be filtering out all of this because it should be quite obvious by now to them that something odd is going on and they've got to block it and make sure that it doesn't happen again. That's a great analogy. That really helps me certainly understand <laughs> yeah, it. So me that, too. That's very, very good. I have another one that involves a flaming bag of something on the doorstep, but we won't go there. <laughs> the no, we know what you're talking about, though. So, <laughs> so, so when you say about the provider, then, you know, I'm talk I presume we're talking about Spark here in this case, aren't we? Well, it's either Spark or I can't imagine that this is happening from within New Zealand. So they will have international connectivity um, to their website from, from offshore, of course, because people from outside New Zealand want to have a look at this thing. And, and I imagine they're the ones who aren't filtering it, whether that's because the NZX hasn't bought the right equipment or whether it's because the upstream provider's not actually doing its job. I don't know. Uh, and I don't have any inside knowledge of it. Um, but something's going on at that level, I suspect, which means that um, any, any defenses they've got in place just aren't working. Most companies with websites will buy... Uh, a service off their upstream provider that takes care of this kind of thing because right. it's quite easy to see the attack coming in yeah. um, because there's so much traffic you just filter all of that and say okay just bin it you know we just don't need to see it I don't care what it is just get rid of it right. and that suddenly clears the waters and you can see what's really going on exactly right. Paul do we take it that this is something that somebody's doing deliberately and maliciously yeah yeah I think so in the early days uh, of the internet you might get a badly configured server that was just pinging another site just for the hell of it because it had started doing it and nobody told it to stop and and sometimes those would be considered attacks and you'd do a bit of research and go actually no it's just it's just a machine that's broken uh that's just doing something it shouldn't be doing i don't think that's the case anymore it's i haven't seen that kind of um uh basic technology fail for a very long time this this is uh a, an actual attack and I suspect it's it's related to uh, as you as you said in the intro, it's probably related to some kind of 
uh, ransom that they're demanding, you know, pay us off or we'll keep doing this and you guys won't operate properly ever again. And uh, unfortunately, the, the days of um, hackers being kids in their mum's basement, that's kind of old hat now. This is organised crime. And uh, and this kind of thing is not uncommon around the world, unfortunately. Well, I was just going to ask that. I read a great story on Vanity Fair, in Vanity Fair on this. This happens. Ransoms are paid also quite regularly, aren't they? They are, they are, and you really should never pay the ransom for ransomware. Ransomware is a slightly different um, situation. That's where you're, uh, you, somebody's opened a link, clicked on something, and suddenly all of your IT systems are completely shut down, and all you can access is this screen that says you've been totally hacked. They've encrypted all your data, basically, and, and they say, you give us the key to, uh, you give us lots of money, and we'll give you the key to your data. Uh, and some companies do pay, and um, uh, it's a really bad idea because not only does it encourage them to do it again, um, but you actually don't know what else they've put in your data, and, right. and it wouldn't be at all surprising if in 12 months' time suddenly your, your entire IT system goes, oops, actually I'm shut down again because you paid the ransom first time round, and they put this little surprise package in there, and I've just burst into life, and now you're locked down again. So you you never pay the ransom. You just can't no. trust the data when you get it back. What you've got to do is assume you are going to get a ransomware attack and um, plan accordingly and make sure you've got backups of all your systems and all your data ready to go uh, for the terrible day when it happens yeah. uh, because you just assume it will. Yeah, so that's, Paul, how, that's how that operates, yeah. Paul, have you heard of this happening in New Zealand before? Uh, yeah, denial of service attacks um, uh, do happen. Um, usually you find that you just can't get into a website for whatever reason. You think, oh, that's a bit odd. The internet must be down. And then a few days later they say, no, no, we, we've been attacked. But as I say, it's, it's, it's so commonplace these days to have some upstream capability that um, blocks it from happening that I'm, I'm surprised that we, we you know, uh, an organisation like uh, the New Zealand Stock Exchange um, yeah. doesn't have that in place. And if they do, and this is still happening, uh, then it's a very sophisticated attack indeed, and you've got to wonder what else is going on because um, uh, it might not just be the uh, the stock market that's being attacked. It could be other customers of the same provider in other parts of the world, and we just haven't heard about them yet. So where this may seem a very naive question, Paul, where does this end then? This is a bit like COVID, isn't it? How do we solve this problem? Could it go down tomorrow <laughs> and the next over the next month? It, it, could, it could well do, yeah. They've got to um, identify uh, the incoming traffic and there'll be a certain, um, almost like a signature to what's coming in uh, that will identify that it's, it's, the, it's the excess traffic. And the first sign is that there's lots of it. So, you know, you, you, you set up a program and it says, if this is similar data to what's already coming in, uh, then you just drop it. Don't connect it to the, to the server. And that's got to be done um, further up the food chain, as I say, uh, at the international gateway or, or um, the upstream provider. And then you can start to actually see what's going on. But it sounds to me like they're, they're just getting hammered on a daily basis. And it must be something in the system that's, that's sending this spam that is, um, that is causing them to not be able to block it because it's, uh, yeah, it's been going on for quite you know, three days is, is a very long time for this yeah. kind of thing these days. Yeah. How great to talk to you, Paul. Thank you very much for your comments. Thanks, Paul. Always, anytime. Happy to chat. Great Thanks, stuff. Mate. Paul Brislin, tech commentator.